Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Patrick Coletti. Patrick, you're the author of the brand new book, Refounder. Uh, you're also found on the web at refounder.com. How transformational leaders take what's broken and make it better. Patrick, thanks so much for joining us. Gosh, I'm excited to be here today. Thank you. Excellent, excellent. So yeah, give us give us a, a quick down and dirty overview, the, the Cliff's Notes of the Cliff Notes version of Refounder. Yeah, so I, I had a, a unique opportunity uh, at, a, at a young age to uh, to work for a company that uh, ultimately failed and was given an opportunity uh, with one other partner to try to, to try to turn it around. And so that's um, that's a story I've been running with for about twenty years, and chose to to write a book about the experience, but really to highlight um, other refounders in the world and how they take broken things and make them better. Yeah. So, uh, what what precipitated uh, what's, what precipitated the book? Why why you? Why now? Yeah. So, I mean, I get questions all the time. I meet with entrepreneurs consistently. I'm I'm easy to get to for a cup of coffee, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, the typical questions I get are about the comeback story, about growth. Um, I get a lot of questions about culture and how to create a, a killer culture of flourishing in the organization to try to take the focus a little bit off simply growth metrics um, that are financially driven and growth metrics that are that are people driven. And I wanted to have a digestible way to share those stories uh, and give really a practical playbook for uh, rapid growth while creating great culture. Yeah. So what do you see going on right now? Do you think that there's... Um... I mean, if if we're if we're not kind of abiding by the kind of the 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 thrust of the book, the mission of the book, like what kind of dysfunction do you see happening in businesses? Yeah, it's pretty typical. Um, I mean, it starts from the beginning, and a lot of companies just get uh, off on the wrong foot, and mm. they don't have a foundation for a good culture, and that can be little and obvious stuff like they don't have great job descriptions, they don't offer uh, people the ability to grow in their roles, they don't offer the ability for people to, to um, be heard and, and to learn. So, I mean, there's some very basic psychosocial issues there. But what I find more frequently is people get fat and happy. You know, the reality is they get comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you got a product, you're a one-hit wonder. You know, you're making <laughs> a couple million bucks a year. You're feeling good about that. Um, and inevitably, what the research for the book showed us was that every company, um, every organization, institution, needs some form of a refounder movement approximately five yeah. to eight years. And so, you know, this was true in, in our situation. I was at NetHealth for 21 years. Um, and it's true in lots of organizations. I mean, you you tend to uh, need to provoke growth and refounders are the ones who do that. Yeah, excellent. So, Patrick, um, tell me about your a uh, little bit more about your professional background and your work and kind of what you've done previous to the book. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I joined a dot-com startup um, when I was just, you know, one year out of college. And, you know, it was, it was right around September 11th and I got a phone call from the chairman. He said, hey, listen, everybody's laid off. We think two of you might be able to resuscitate this thing and we'll give you half salary for three months if you want to give it a go. Uh, which was not the most appetizing, you know, opportunity. But I was three months married, and uh, at that at that point, super ambitious to see what I could do with it. So my partner Chris and I um, took it on, and uh, we got hyper focused on one particular area in healthcare that had to do with chronic wound care. And so chronic wounds are something that diabetics will uh, may ultimately develop, and it broke our heart. Um, and we realized that it wasn't just the the company that felt broken and the shareholders that felt like they were out of gas. Um, but there was this whole population, millions of people, about 100,000 people this year that are going to lose one of their limbs. And so we developed a system called Wound Expert. Uh, and today that system is used all over um, the United States. And we just got approval from the European Union uh, for our uh, artificial intelligence system called Tissue Analytics to identify and heal wounds. So that was kind of a you know, first run and, and first refounder movement. And then from there, um, we got into other healthcare verticals and have grown a, uh, a really significant company that's fast growing, but also uh, is a great place to work. Excellent. Um, so now with the book, uh, what, what, what's, what's the goal of the book? Um, are you, uh, you know, business wise, you know, how has this impacted your overall work? Yeah, so it's been a really natural extension for me, right? So I meet with entrepreneurs all the time. Um, I'm on several boards. I uh, am an active investor in venture capital, um, angel stuff, and some private equity deals as well. And so, you know, this is the work I do. And so writing the book was a natural extension. Um, and so I'm continuing that. You know, last week I was in Wyoming uh, speaking to a group of people about some ideas I really care about. Um, you know, in, in, uh, in an hour or so, I'm going to lunch with a guy who wants to learn more about how he can develop a culture of refounders in his business. So I'm, I'm kind of doing what feels natural to me right now and uh, speaking about the book, coaching, encouraging, uh, and consulting with people who, who want to create a, a foundation of refounders in their business is, is what I'm up to. Excellent. So um, if we were to start cracking open the book, uh, Patrick, take me through a little bit more detail. Um, is there a kind of an outline that you that that one would follow through the through the course of the book or, or just, I guess, just kind of maybe help me through the, the structure of the kind of the refounder process? Yeah, so refounder is, um, it's really a story driven business book. And I, I focus on seven refounders. So people are taking broken things and making them better. And I take particular focus in healthcare, which is something I'm knowledgeable about and have a lot of experience in, um, and speak to some people who are making a huge difference in healthcare. Um, one is uh, putting a huge dent in the opioid crisis. So spend some time with the CEO of the APTA, which is the American Physical Therapy Association, um, for some practical tips on how we can literally help millions of people avoid opioid addiction. I spent some time in chronic wound care because that's an area I know about and care about. Um, but I dig into education. Um, I dig into city transformation. And I find these refounders all over the country because they all are all over the country. Uh, and basically give voice to their stories and explain how we can 
really improve the world and particularly the places we live, work and play. So it's definitely narrative driven, story driven. Uh, and then I take readers through our journey and essentially the, the playbook for creating refounders in the workplace and also creating a killer culture. Right. So um, now when we want to better identify what's broken, like we, maybe we just can't really put our thumb on it. We can't really figure it out. Are are there questions we can ask or is it like, what's that process for, for truly getting introspective as a company and, and, and getting clarity around, Oh, here's what the real problem is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great question. So there's really, there's a couple steps here. So there is a, a, we've identified a four-step process um, that all great refounder movements have used. And and so I'll run through those um, briefly, and then I'll dig into the question you asked, which is when we think we've sniffed out something, how do we get to the bottom of that? So the four steps are pretty simple. The first is that there's a persona type in the organization um, this refounder is not afraid to take a sober look at hard realities. And so this, this is that, you know, think of them really as the canary in the coal mine, so to speak. Um, next, once you've identified that something's broken, refounders selectively focus on what I call problem zero. And that's what I'm going to come back to in just a, a minute here. And then the third step is once they've identified problem zero, refounders, um, they imagine audacious and bold new possibilities even if those possibilities seem remote. And so for that one in particular, we interviewed a fellow named Astro Teller, uh, who is the CEO of X, and that's the Moonshot Factory. So for step four, uh, refounders spring to action. They create better realities for people in their immediate communities, but in the world at large. And this part is super important because any great refounder movement has to look at the bigger picture. It can't simply be about putting money in your pocket or a particular short-term end. It's got to have a bigger picture. Now, you asked this question about what do we do when we think we've, we've got an issue. If you've chosen to refound and not cut bait, then you kind of go into attacking problem zero. Um, and this is, a, this is a new concept. This is very different than root cause analysis. Um, but problem zero really is that single problem that threatens any organization's ability to thrive. Now, depending on how serious the situation is, maybe it's survive, maybe it's not thrive. Um, this is, every organization's gonna have five, 10, 15 problems that they're facing. That's just normal, complexity abounds, right? If you're doing great things, you're gonna have lots of issues that need fixed, but that's different than problem zero, which is really that single problem that threatens an organization's ability to thrive. So there's a couple questions you can ask in the book that kind of run through specifically, how do I peel that onion and how do I get to it? A couple of those ideas are, what issue if solved would lead to sustained growth? Uh, and what problem if identified and attacked would lead to the flourishing of the people around me? And so there's maybe three or four different ways to, to get at it, but identifying that problem zero is really the first step. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. You know, I'm looking at your, this is interesting. So I'm looking at your experience on LinkedIn. And um, so you've been with NetHealth since 99, but it's interesting. I I look at your most recent, it says founder, but uh, uh, it's his founder for a year and six months. (laughs) Is that, is that intentional? That's part of the, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, much of my experience was turnaround person, right? Mm. I mean, I was, I was not, 
uh, the founder of NetHealth, so to speak, that's an honorary title, right? That's, hey, you were president of this mm. company for 20 years. Wow. And, you know, you, you, you know the stories, you are the stories in some, in some ways, and, and you help to tell the stories of all the people that make it happen. And so founder is new. And of course, it's ironic, right? I wrote a book called ReFounder, and I'm trying to fire up a generation of people who are willing to challenge the status quo, not necessarily by starting their own entity, but by changing the context of the thing that already exists. Yeah, excellent. Okay, so uh, in terms of the book, it's available where, how, uh, in, and again, your website, and, and when folks go there, what should they do? What should they click on? Yeah, check it out. So you can buy the book literally anywhere books are sold. So any bookstore, you can buy it at Target, you can buy it at Barnes and Noble, you can get it on Amazon. So anywhere you can buy a book, you can pick up your founder. Um, You can check out the website and follow me on LinkedIn and Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm sharing new articles, um, things that aren't in the book, and continuing to um, just kind of create and encourage this community of people that want to challenge the status quo and, and change the places they live, work and play. Excellent. All right. Patrick Colletti, your website, refounder.com. Um, and by the way, no, 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 no. Before we go, what's net health? I'm a little bit, a little bit more like, uh, like in the marketplace and, uh, you know, who, who might have some familiar with, with net health and what, what net health does. Yeah, absolutely. Net health is an advanced analytics company, um, that is, uh, reuniting caregivers with their calling. So, we're in use in more than 20,000 facilities around the United States. 98% of the top healthcare systems use us. Uh, we develop software systems that help caregivers predict, identify, and heal patients you know, faster than they, they would if they didn't have a software systems like ours. And uh, we're used all over the United States. And I think, as I mentioned, just got approval from the EU um, to use our analytics and artificial intelligence system, tissue analytics to help heal wounds all around the world. Excellent. All right. Well, there we go. Patrick Colletti, thank you so much for joining us again. Your website, refounder.com. Thank you. Josh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? 
please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.